Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Well, 2023 has come and gone, and it's been an interesting year, to say the least. And we've seen Christianity attacked in this nation like never before. We've seen politicians just basically surrendering the sovereignty of the nation. We've seen natural disasters on a scale that some say hasn't happened for hundreds and some people say thousands of years. Now we now have Israel at war. The mounting pressures from nations around the world are continuing to condemn Israel for defending themselves rather than condemning the attackers and the nations supporting the terrorists. And can I add, that's just like what the Bible says will happen in the last days. Amen. For believers, though, this is not a time of doom and gloom. Far from it. We are told by Jesus in Luke 21, 28, that when these things begin to take place, look up, for your redemption is drawing near. Amen. And with all that's happening, wouldn't it be nice to have a just a peek, a glimpse at what's going to be happening in the Spirit this year? I mean, it takes someone with a special gift from God to be able to do that without sounding like a soothsayer or a nut job, right? It takes someone anointed by God with this special gift to lay things out in a logical format, and that's what our guest is going to be doing today. Our guest today is Pastor Bill Jenkins of the Destinyland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Every year, he releases a new book titled The Prophetic Almanac. And if you ever heard of the Farmer's Almanac, well, The Prophetic Almanac is a spiritual equivalent that will release a spiritual vision for your personal life, and it gives a basically a prophetic forecast for our nation this year as well. Bill Jenkins started 1991 as he as a graduate from Christ for the Nations in Dallas, Texas, my old stomping grounds for a few years. And he's been in ministry now for over 30 years. He's also had his own television program on TBN and has hosted the Praise the Lord program a few times as well, Praise the Lord. And he's written numerous books and is working on some right now. And he's become known as a modern-day apostle of God with a prophetic voice. He and his wife, Britton, work extremely hard to release the message of hope into our world, which is very needful for such a time as this, I might add. And Pastor Jenkins takes some of the toughest passages of Scripture and explains them in a practical and interesting way. He quickly became the go-to guy when it becomes biblical, when it comes to biblical interpretation. Amen. He also has, I want to add, in his own ministry program on evangelism radio, been on there for several years now, and he, his programs run Monday through Friday from 10 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. You can listen to it seven days a week on, on evangelism radio. Every year about this time, I get a hold of Pastor Bill and ask him to come back on and share his insights from the Word of God as he talks about the new issue of the Prophetic Almanac as it relates to the coming year. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. As we leave a very hectic, chaotic 2023 behind and look forward to 2024. Help me welcome back to the program now, Pastor Bill Jenkins. Pastor, thank you for taking the time to come back on the program today. Uh, thanks, man. It's always great to be with you. Always love uh, what you're doing. You do so much. I get all kinds of emails from you almost every day telling me what you're <laughs> doing next. And so we're just excited to partner with you and be a part of what the Lord is doing here in these last of the last days. Amen. Amen. I want to jump right into this. Now, you've gone through all the Bible and researched all the chapter 24s. And, and what is the Lord showing you that this year is going to be like? I guess a, a theme for 2024, so to speak. 
Well, what I do is I look at the number 24 in the Bible. It's actually mentioned 19 times, six out of the 19 times it revolves around worship. And then when you look in the book of Revelation, you see that the word worship or worship is mentioned 24 times. And so we have right off the bat there instruction from the Lord. I'm not trying to make something out of nothing. It's right there clear in the word that this is a year of worship where God wants Amen. us to return to uh, giving him the honor and the glory and the respect that he so deserves in our life. And so what I like to do is take those numbers, break it down, look at the consistency, and then tell you exactly what God's plan is for us. We know what to expect of God, and God wants us to know what we can expect of him. And so that's what I love to do every year is break it down, make it simple so that we can have a direction and have a vision. Because without a vision, we know the people perish. Yeah, amen, amen. You know, I, I want to jump into some of the 24s in your book, the 2024 Prophetic Almanac. But as I was going through this book, I love what you had to say about Job. Tell us about Job. Well, one of the things that I love about the book, my favorite part of the book is when I break down the chapter 24. So what I do is I look at the number 24 in the Bible. I look at the chapter 24s because there's 66 books, <coughs> excuse me, but only 20, <coughs> sorry, uh, have a chapter 24. So only 20 of them um, we look at. And so Job is one of those books that is a very interesting book. I love Job, but Job went through so much stuff. And when you see Job, uh, he sort of had an awakening there in Job chapter 24. You know, he went through everything, lost all this stuff. Then three so-called friends came into his life, criticized him and said, the reason you're going through all this bad is because there's some sin in your life. And yet Job still found a way to keep his head up. And yet there were still times when he really got into an, a negative mindset. And he woke himself up. He talked to himself yeah. in Job 24. And he said that he needed to learn to be more positive. Yes, things don't always go our way. Yes, you know, God doesn't always bless the personal plans that we have in life, but we need to learn how to trust the Lord, not just when we're on the mountain, but when we're in the valley. And so it's such an awesome uh, little chapter tucked away there in Job. And I love it because he really was wanting himself and really trying to help himself to be more positive, even though he had gone through all the negative stuff. And there was a lot more to come. There was a lot that had already happened. But he said, listen, I have to be more positive in my life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, you know, you could say that he must have read the Apostle Paul where he wrote, you got to stir yourself up. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to pick your, you know, what's the, what's the say? You got to pick your, pick yourself up by your own bootstraps, you know, and, and just go. Yeah. On. And sometimes we have to, and look what he went through. You know, sometimes we think we go through a lot of bad things and we do, you know, we never want to minimize somebody's, you know, personal disasters or, you know, the sadness that they go through. But when you look at Job, I mean, wow, he went through more than most. And so he learned that, you know, everybody isn't going to be on his side. Everything isn't going to go your way. And even though it doesn't, it doesn't give you a right to be negative. You have to be the kind of person that still has faith, that still talks positive and that still trusts in the Lord to bring you through any and every circumstance you go through in life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, and I, I love what you had to say about Ezekiel. I, I absolutely love Ezekiel. You know, when I was in, in uh, college, uh, one of the first 
few classes I was taking was introduction to the old and new Testament, you know, classes and stuff. And, yep. and just for credits, and this wasn't Bible college. This was a regular secular college, my degree program, wow. but you know, but uh, you know, we had to do a report on any of the old Testament prophets, you know, and uh, I picked Ezekiel and when I turned it in, he said, wow, this is really good. So yeah, I love Ezekiel. He goes, most people get confused with Ezekiel. You, 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 you like this? You know, what he, yeah, I, I found it really interesting, and I got a lot of information <laughs> out of it. You know? Well, and that ended up, you know, gosh, 12 years later that uh, I was reading the book of Ezekiel, and that was my calling into the ministry, specifically chapters 2 and chapter 3, where he said, I'm calling wow. to the people of your own nation. And now, I'm not saying you to people of a strange language, and you know it's hard to understand. If I sent you to them, they'd listen, but I'm sending your own people because they don't want to listen, you know, but yeah. that's okay. I've made your forehead harder than for their foreheads. And I've been called a hard head my whole life. This just made complete <laughs> sense to me, you know, but, uh, but I love Ezekiel. Uh, uh, but what does Ezekiel share from his 24th chapter that we need to pay attention to this year? Well, here's the thing. Ezekiel 24 is one of those chapters that, you know, is a hard chapter to understand, but um, it's one of those chapters that probably most people, when you read it, is going to question it. Ezekiel, God told Ezekiel that he was going to kill his wife, take his wife from him to show the people of Israel that, you know, um, there's sometimes things get taken from you. God actually used the prophet Ezekiel, who was so close to God. Um, he wasn't doing it as a punishment to Ezekiel. He was doing it as a way to teach the people that they needed to love God no matter what. And God knew that Ezekiel could be trusted to love the Lord no matter what he went through. And so when you read Ezekiel 24, you know, it kind of make you a little mad if you, you know, really understand it because God was saying, I'm going to take your wife from you. I know you're still going to love me. I know you know that you're going to be reunited with her, but you need to show these people that you're going to love me no matter what. They don't understand. They've gone through a lot. They blame me for everything, and they allow the bad things in life to cause them to have their love decreased for me. And I want you to be an example. You know, it's one thing to be called into the ministry until we're called to do things we don't like. Exactly. And Ezekiel was, you know, he was a great prophet of God, and yet... He was so close to the Lord. The Lord could trust him. And man, to trust somebody that much that God would trust somebody, that's a big thing. You know, my wife, when she read the book, she said, honey, um, is everything okay? Has the Lord told you anything about me? I said, you ain't going nowhere because I knew she read Ezekiel 24. I said, you're fine. That was for a specific day. You're going to be all right. Don't worry about it. But it's a scary chapter. You know, sometimes when we go through things in life, we blame God. We get mad at God. We decrease our love for God. We start separating from church. And, you know, that bothers God. Don't think that God is not bothered by some of the things that happen here on this earth and some of the things that his people do. And yet Ezekiel was one that God knew that he could trust that no matter what was taken from him, he was still going to stay connected to the Lord. And he wanted him, Ezekiel, to be an example to the people and to the nation. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you're, you're talking about that. And remind me, you know, my sometimes I tease my wife a little bit, you know, and uh, have to do that in marriage, but uh, you know, <laughs> she'll, she'll say something and I'll say, don't make me pray. We, we took a vow to tell death do us part. Don't make me pray. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's jump over to the new Testament because there's Luke 24 and the resurrection. Let's go into that. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a year where I believe God is resurrecting some things in our life. Maybe somebody listening right now feels like something has died or in the grave uh, and uh, it's not going to come back to life. You know, maybe some dreams have been lost. Maybe some passion has been lost. And I believe this is a year that we need to understand as the people of God that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives and dwells in us. So we have resurrection power. And that's a tremendous thing. If we really understand what the meaning of that is, we have power that resides in us because Christ lives inside of us. I'm nothing without the Lord, but with the Lord, there's nothing that is impossible for me in my life. And so it's so important for us to understand that, you know, some things that we may have felt like we lost hope on, that this is a year God wants to bring resurrection life to those things, bring them back, bring your hopes, your dreams, maybe bring you back to life a little bit. You know, it's, uh, you know, we always talk in these churches about having revival. Some churches don't need revival. They need a resurrection. Well, God's (laughs) in the revival business and he's in the resurrection business. And so this is a year I think God wants to resurrect things that maybe we we have buried. God didn't bury it. We buried it. But God wants to bring those things back to life here in 2024. Yeah, amen. I agree. Praise the Lord. You know, and sometimes people, when when they're wanting to share the gospel, but yet they're being held back because they don't want to, you know, want to bother people. You know, maybe they're uncomfortable talking about it. But in Acts 24, you share that we need to become spiritual pests. Explain yeah, it it's for a- us. It's a great scripture. You know, when you look in there, they accused Paul. They said he was a troublemaker. You know, he was somebody that was causing riots. Uh, uh, and they said that he was a pestilent fellow. Well, you know, they accused him of things that he was actually doing. You know, it wasn't like he could say, <laughs> no, you know, I'm I, I'm not doing that because he was. And I love that scripture there in Acts 24 because it says he was a pestilent fellow. Well, I wonder how many times in our daily life when we say, I'm tired of the devil pestering me and I'm going to start pestering him. You know, nobody likes any kind of pest, but we're often uh, the kind of people that, you know, react instead of act. We're people that, you know, sort of wait for the devil to do something. And then we just respond and we bind and loose and we cast out and do all these things. How about we get on the offensive? How about we go score a point? And instead of just being defensive uh, and allowing the enemy to shoot darts at us that we catch in our armor, how about we go out there and score a point? You know, no matter how good your defense is, you got to score points to win that game. And so we need to win the game of life by scoring points on the devil by going out there and being a pest. Go out there and irritating him. He irritates us What makes us think that we shouldn't be out there irritating him? So when we pray, read the word, go to church, pay our tithes, live right, walk in obedience. Uh, When we tell other people about the Lord Jesus Christ, what are we doing? We're being a pest to the devil. And that's what we need to be. It's such a great chapter. There's a lot of truth in there for us to gain. But the main thing is we need to be a pestilent person when it comes to our walk with the Lord and stop you know, being people that take it and start giving it, start being on, stop being on the defensive and start being on the offensive. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I agree. And I, I always tell people that if you want to see what a modern church is supposed to look like, read the book of Acts, because we got to base yep. it on the first century church. You know? Yes. They didn't stay within the four doors. They went out and, and spread the gospel. Amen. Yep. And, and we, we, and think about it. There's 28 chapters in Acts. We could be Acts chapter 29, Acts 30, Acts 31. So we need to carry on the legacy of the book of Acts. 
Yeah. Amen. That's true. And you also recommend that we take some time to, to ourselves, just pray and seek the Lord, especially on the 24th day of every month this year. What are some of the scriptures that led you to say that? Well, if you look in the Bible, the second most time that 24 is mentioned, remember, it's six times it's about worship. Then you have five times the number 24 is mentioned in the Bible. It revolves around divine appointments. Now, the cool thing about this is when you get the book, you're going to see it live and in person. But the scriptures that I give you, every one of them says it's the 24th day that God had an appointment. God made a meeting. God had an encounter. There was a divine, uh, you know, sort of uh, encounter with the Lord on the 24th day. So five of the 19 times, the second most mentioned time 24 is mentioned in the Bible, it revolves around divine appointments. And so what I did, I said, hey, I believe God wants to give us a double dose of the Holy Ghost here in 2024. And every month on the 24th day of that month, go to God, ask him Amen. for something special, ask him to give you a word. Maybe he'll use the television or the radio, or maybe use somebody like you or me to uh, give a word, whatever it may be, open your ears, put the antennas up and listen intently to the Lord. Because if it happened in the Bible on the 24th day, Maybe God wants to speak to us. Now, listen, I know God can speak to us any day of the month. No doubt we need to get to that point. But start somewhere, because Amen. if it's in the Bible, it's a cool little thing to know that on the 24th, on five occasions when 24 is mentioned, God gave man a divine appointment. So be looking for that. Be on the lookout. You know, uh, be expecting uh, God to speak to you and to say something to you that revolves around the vision for 2024, because God doesn't have lockjaw. He wants to talk to his people. Yeah. Amen. 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 And I love that you put a mini journal in the book this year. You're also encouraging us that this is a year that we need to be journaling what God's sharing with us in our thought and our prayer life. Why is that important for this year? Well, here's the thing. It's so ministry is so much easier now. It's still tough. It's probably the hardest job that I know. It's the only job I've ever had. <laughs> but, okay. you know, it's, it, you know, back when I first started in ministry, we didn't have the phone. We didn't have Google. We didn't have all of these cheat sheets. You know, you had to actually buy a book, you know, spend a lot of money. Um, and so um, it, when it came to the Lord speaking to you 25 years ago, you had to get up in the middle of the night. And most people mm -hmm. didn't want to do that, right? To write something down that God would say. And so now we have the notes app on your phone and you can get that little notes app. You can still lay in bed and God can still speak. <laughs> so he's made it easier for us. And so we need to write things down. Don't disregard God in the middle of the night when he wants to talk to you. I don't know why. I don't, I have no clue. Uh, maybe he wants to see if we're really serious about listening to him. But God speaks more to me at three o'clock in the morning than, than he does at three o'clock in the afternoon. And so Amen. I want to honor that. I want to write that stuff down. I don't want to forget. Too many times we say, oh, I'll remember that. That's so good. No, we don't. We'll forget it. So journaling, documenting, writing things down is so important. The Bible is sort of a journal of the people, oh, yeah. um, you know, that uh, experience things with God. And so we need to take that seriously, write things things down. When God speaks, honor that. Make sure that you're documenting that by journaling things so that you can remember what God says, because if he's talking, there's a reason, there's a purpose. He's got something he wants to get across to you, and we don't want to ignore it, because if we do, we might end up being the people that God stops talking to. Amen. That's true. And, and you know, I spend most of my day right here behind the computer doing work 
Okay. I mean, what's this? This this is my job. This is my full-time job sitting right here. But yep. I keep my journal right here because if the Lord speaks and drops something into my heart, I don't wanna, you know, okay, I'll get to I'll write it down later. You know, when I get done working on this email or whatever is going on, I just reach over, grab the drone, write the date, the time, and, and write her down right there. But I keep my journal handy at all times because one word from God can change your life. I mean, mm. it's it's said over and over again, but it is so true. A lot of times I'll be working on something and, and he'll just drop something in my spirit and say, do this, and this will handle all that. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Hold and if you second. think about it, here's the thing. Whenever God wants to release a healing, a miracle, a blessing, deliverance, anything good into our lives, what does he do? He doesn't just give us a healing, a blessing, a miracle. Right. He gives us a word. And it's yeah. what we do with that word that determines the difference between success and failure. So if you have God's word on something, boy, healing is available. Salvation is available. Deliverance is available. Blessing is available. But it starts with that word. So honor God by writing that word down, journaling it, documenting it, keeping it with you. And then, you know, you sort of have a way to, you know, say, wow, God spoke this to me on this date. And, you know, we can see where God is truly working in our lives. And it just encourages our spirit, it encourages other people. And it's an exciting way to really uh, see the Lord move and to know that he does hear us, he does listen to us, and he does, you know, respond to our prayers. Yeah, amen. And you said right there that, you know, God speaks to us through his word. And that's why it's important to have your word on a daily basis. You know, those are just my reference Bibles I use on a daily basis, you know, when I'm doing my personal study time. But a lot of times those messages will come from his word. Ooh, let's go, let me look at this version. What's this say? Oh, that's even better. And that's where the notes start coming in the journal, you know, that you can refer to yep. back later. Amen. And that's the best way to hear from God is by reading the word, you know, um, you know, it's the purest way, you know, yeah. getting a word from somebody else is great. Uh, thinking we hear something for the Lord is awesome, but there's no pure word that we can get than reading the word and having God speak to us through uh, the scripture. That's right, because that's his contract. <laughs> if it's in, if you can find it in the word, it belongs to you. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, Pastor, this has been so interesting. As we come to the end of your 2024 prophetic almanac, you close with the Ten Commandments for 2024. Share those quickly with us as we get ready to close. Yeah. I mean, you know, every year, because we're starting to get reviews in, people call, they text, they email, and it just seems like this is really resonating with people. So we give them things in the book and tell them, you know, that they need to take one day at a time. The Bible tells us, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. We talk about, don't look back, look forward. We talk about how you should never quit and forgive yourself, forgive others, challenge yourself more. But the number one thing people are really talking about, and we see it, I hear it every day, is people say, because I put in there, second of all, that your superpower is being you. And I remember the greatest day of freedom that I ever had in my life was the day when I quit caring about what other people thought about Man. me. And I, I learned to be okay with who God made me. Now, listen, I always want God to change me. There's always room for improvement. But, you know, your superpower in 2024 is just being you. And it just seems like it doesn't matter what part of the country or what, what part of the world, because we're hearing from people all over, that this little nugget in the end of the book seems to really be resounding in 
the hearts of people. So learn how to be okay with you. Don't be a copy. Don't be an echo. Be a voice. Be who you are. You're the best you that God ever created. There'll never be another one besides you. So God can use you to do things that no one else can do. And your superpower, you know, we watch these movies. We watch these Marvel movies. We watch all these Batman movies. And we think, and we ask people, what would your superpower be? And we talk about wanting to fly or have great strength or, you know, whatever it may be. But your superpower is really just being who God created you to be. So be you in 2024. And you're going to have the greatest impact of your life as you just learn to accept who you are, be who you are, and let others connect with you on the level who of who you are in your own personal life. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, how can someone obtain a copy of your book, The 2024 Prophetic Almanac? Take it. It's on well, Amazon, right? Yeah, you can go to Amazon. You can download it on ebook Kindle. You can go to eBay. We sell a lot of books on eBay. You can also go to walmart.com. We're excited that Walmart picks up our books. Amen. They're picking up every book. And so we're really excited about, you know, Walmart, the number one retailer, picking up our books. You can also go to Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold you can get this book. It's 116 pages. It's full of inspiration, information, and divine revelation. Probably the best place to go is pastorbilljenkins.org. All 20 of my books are available there. So I have 20 different books. I got two or three more coming out this year. And we're going to... Uh, uh, have other tools available there at pastorbilljenkins.org. So we have our podcast available there, absolutely free. We also have what we call the Minute That Matters. It's a one-minute prophetic video devotional every single day that we give you to either start your day, get through your day, end your day, whatever it may be. It's a great way to just encourage uh, you know, yourself by one minute. So we have 1,440 minutes every day. I'm asking for one. It might be the best minute of your day. So go check it out. All of it's available. We're on every uh, social media platform. But if you can't find me on the individual platforms, go to pastorbilljenkins.org. You see the little icon, you'll hit it. You'll go there and you can watch that little one minute video. So it's all available at your one-stop shop, pastorbilljenkins.org. And you can get the books, the podcast, and the minute that matters and find out about everything that's going on with our church, Destiny Land Christian Center. Amen. Praise God. If so if someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask a question or something like that, go through the website, how do you want them to do that? Yeah, they can either contact us at pastorbilljenkins.org or go to destinylandcc.org. Either place, they're going to be able to ask questions and uh, connect with us. Uh, we love it when we get questions. The questions sort of pull on us and put a demand on the anointing. So don't be afraid to ask anything. We're not afraid for you to ask. We're not afraid to answer. So don't be afraid to contact us. So either destinylandcc.org or pastorbilljenkins.org are two great places for you to contact us. If you have any questions, if you want more information, or if you want to find out more about what we're doing to try to build the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'll put links all this in the show notes below. Folks, 2024 is already shaping up to be, let's just say, an interesting year. Amen. And when Pastor Bill was writing this book, he didn't know a lot of the things that are happening right now because he writes this last year, right? Well, well as you go through this book, the Lord is showing him what we are seeing right now. Amen. Pastor Bill's come on this program, I think the last four years running, and it is always astounding how accurate his books are. You need to get your hands on this book right now. Just drop down the show notes, click the link right there to get your copy, start reading it right alongside your Bible. 
Amen. Pastor, I want to thank you for taking the time to come back on the program again and, and share all about 20, what the Lord is showing you is going to happen in 2024 with us. I do appreciate it. Well, we love you, man. We pray for you. You're an awesome man of God. We thank you for what you're doing. You're always doing something to build the kingdom of God. So you're working hard and we see it Amen. and we know it. And we know that it. God has great blessings for you here in 2024. So keep it up because, man, we just uh, believe in what you're doing, my friend. Amen. I appreciate that, Pastor. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Pastor Bill Jenks myself, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do.